Welcome to Mastering Data, where we sit down with inspirational leaders in data and IT to hear their interesting career journeys and lessons learned. Each episode is packed with valuable insights and tips for those looking to excel in the world of data. So, whether you're just starting out or a seasoned professional, join us and get ready to take your data skills to the next level. Hi, everybody. And today I'm pleased to welcome Aaron Evans, the CEO of Intelligent, who I work with on a daily basis because we've got an important announcement to let everybody know about coming into the new financial year. So I think we'll start, Aaron, by just giving people an idea of where Intelligent came from originally Mm. and bring people up to speed on that and kind of where we're going in the next financial year. Yeah, definitely. So much to discuss. (laughs) I am so excited, first of all, to kind of be able to reflect on the last four years of intelligent, who we were, who we are, who we're going to be. There's a lot of sort of history behind how intelligent came about. The focus on, you know, supporting organizations in terms of data and analytics and the function behind that and what it means to be able to support that has changed in terms of who we were, who we even more 15 months ago to who we are today and then who we will be. And I think the beauty of, you know, a startup is that it always changes and it shifts with changing market, changing need, obviously the gap in in terms of how we support our clients. So we came off the back of a recruitment function, as you well know, Mm -hmm. and did a very sort of strong partnership with a couple of large organizations around data and analytics. And we're very, very lucky early on to see some exceptional success in terms of partnering, both from staff augmentation, project delivery, and fixed kind of packages of work. I was very out of my game, of course, coming from- you did it and you were successful. Yeah, very successful very early, which was- Lucky on so many fronts. And well, I am a bit of a disservice there. Oh, Do you know what I mean? You still put yourself out there, you still delivered, and it got intelligent to where it got to 14 odd months ago. Very true. Then you knocked on my door, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. And I <laughs> and came along and ruined everything. You came along and, and, and absolutely changed everything. Thank you very much for that. Um, <laughs> but genuinely, and I feel really grateful for that initial conversation that we had in terms of, you know, current state of intelligent and what the vision always was in terms of partnering and delivering data and meaningful impact and insight to business. And then you came along with your snowflake hat on and went, holy something else. This is something that I believe in so deeply. I am incredibly focused on. I, You've obviously got so many accolades, having written now two books, having a huge mastering snowflake well, program, <laughs> <laughs> but came to me with this really incredible value uh, proposition. And I kind of went, well, this is incredible because not only is Snowflake you know, sort of in my mind at an early stage trajectory in terms of where it's at in the market, particularly in Australia, I was looking globally, seeing how they were growing and developing and thinking, this is a tool that I can get on board with. Functionally, it makes sense. From an organizational perspective, it makes sense. Now I have somebody coming at me who shares a lot of the values that I have, wants to grow businesses in a very similar way. And why wouldn't I? you know, go all in and having this conversation. And so this was what, 15 months ago now? Yeah. So I think if you remember, you had people knocking on your door looking for snowflake skills and I already yeah. find snowflake skills in the market. Even even today, it's very, very short supply. That's it. And um, at that time, that's how we were connected. Mm-hmm. And so we were able to come in as a, like a turnkey solution almost to come in add value instantly to the clients that Intelligent already had. And as part of that, we kind of really developed a laser-focused strategy, I would say, to kind of go all in around Snowflake and the things that play well around it and started to 
rather than being more generalist, which I think that's what it was before, right? Just, yeah. just out of pure necessity. Agnostic, right? And that was that was the strategy. Yeah. Definitely. And then that worked and got you to yeah. a certain place. And then it was like, okay, look, there's massive potential here coming in from the, the UK and Europe. Obviously, that's a little bit ahead of Australia, as is the US. You could see that potential and that pent-up demand growing. People needed business value. They needed it faster. Snowflake was a game-changer, in my opinion, in, in that sense. So to come in and kind of start and value in that way, in a market that was essentially untapped and with a lot of potential made a lot of sense. So I think, you know, at that point in time, we, we thought, oh, we'll, we'll dip our toe in the water and see how this is going to work over the last sort of that period of time, 14 months. And we'll do it quite organically. So we'll do it quite small scale. We'll do it quite lean. We'll see what traction we get. We'll see how it goes. And I think, you know, from my perspective, looking back over that period of time on a shoestring, on an organic kind of bootstrapped kind of setup, we did amazingly well. We, we won contracts and work against more well-established household yeah. names yeah. Uh, who were far bigger than us and had far more kind of traction in the market with similar clients. We were able to retain those clients. We were able to add value. All the things that we're looking to do, we're able to do it in a very short period of time and essentially prove that model, right? Yeah. Look, and that MVP was what you and I had discussed. It was kind of like, okay, well, we are going to develop this MVP, this go-to-market strategy that does allow us to test this model and prove it out and decide, okay, is this something worth going all in on? And naturally, with the focus on the all in, I was still COO of Firesoft not very long ago. And balancing those two worlds between the recruitment lens that I had to sort of in the hat that I had to wear, as well as the intelligent lens, which is that more data consulting. And I started to realize that in order to be all in, I really had to be all in. So, you know, after having my baby, you know, in the past eight months, she's eight months now, I really had to start thinking about where do I want to put my energy and how do I want to dedicate my next 10 to 15 years? And how am I going to divide my time to make it worthwhile? And so some decisions had to be made. And this is the big announcement. I have decided to go all in on Intelligent, take that as my only business that I own. So, you know, the, the Firesoft brand has been an incredible 11 years. I have decided to sell out of that business and go all in and buy out the remaining shareholder of Intelligent. And I'm excited that you'll be, you know, there in a more formal capacity with me as well, driving that. Let's talk about the future. Yeah. Where do you want to go? Yeah, look, I mean, so, you know, that that is great because I think that to do it properly, you need to go all in yeah. and, and it's hard to to manage two very distinct businesses. Looking back over that period of time, we had great success. Now we can really double down and focus 100% on what we want to do. We've got some great clients. We're having discussions with more new clients every single day, which is really promising. And I think the area that we play in for the size of organization we are it's quite unique because not only do we do data strategy and tech agnostic kind of consultancy stuff, we also do cloud, modern data cloud platform execution and delivery, specifically around Snowflake and all the tools and partners that we've got up there well around that. And then we also do training and enablement around Snowflake and the other tools as well, such as Matillion and DBT and Alation and Fivetran. Yeah. And the list goes on. Yeah. But now we're not trying to be all things to everybody. We know what works and we've done it time and time and time <laughs> again. And so now we can literally go to a client, we understand the problems intuitively, we've seen it done before, we know what problems need to be fixed. And for, for us, it's about adding value quickly, right? And it's not looking for quick transactions of clients and looking to establish good, well-fostered relationships, which are going to grow over time where we can be a trusted partner. That's kind of where we are today. And I would say like, you know, recently we will continue that traction and that really good, I guess, capitalize on the excitement around Snowflake that still is evolving as a product and getting broader every day and expanding into new areas. And, you know, we've just ran the 
Sydney Snowflake user group at the Snowflake offices. Again, testament to the relationships yeah. that we've got with those guys there and working really well together. That's only going to continue to strengthen over time as well, right? So on all fronts, whether that's working with our partners and kind of helping them be successful and as a byproduct, them helping us, you know, get win new business and deliver more value, that allows us to, to help more clients and, and have a bigger impact, which is what it's all about because we don't want to be playing small no. in the corner. We really want to come in, you know, and make a big impact similar to those companies that we see elsewhere in the world who are following a similar model at a bigger scale. They've seen massive success. And so there's no reason why we shouldn't, you know, attempt to go down that route and go all in and make that happen as well. Yeah, I, look, the all in theme here is is massive for me. And I think there's no sense playing small. And, uh, you know, for me to make these decisions to go all in, it has been a completely jump off the cliff moment, most definitely. I have been in data and analytics as a functional sort of standby for 11 to 12 beyond that 15 years really now and been playing in that functional role and obviously coming into the intelligent world, stepping into a bit more of a technical world where we're talking about supporting our clients through data journeys and life cycles and transformation programs. But I think the key here is, and quite often having these discussions with all of these brilliant people who have surrounded me through my entire career, who have been clients, who have been friends, who have been cheerleading behind me going, wow, okay, you are doing this, this is happening. And then to tell them that effectively we are still a company that is in scale and they go, well, you're well batting above your weight and you're in an environment that I had no idea that you had just built this and you're really kind of taking flight now. You're delivering full tip to tail. You're doing training. How are you doing that? And, you know, I think it's a testament to you as well coming in with such expertise, with that, you know, foundation framework. Days from your consulting land where you were in the big four environment where we know how it's done. We know where it's broken in certain ways. And then we know, and especially from that people and process side, which is, of course, my background, where we can impact real change and drive partnerships and drive return on investment and value add to our clients' environment. So from my perspective to yours, what are you most excited about for the future? So I'm excited about scale and impact. That's definitely one aspect. I'm excited about growing the team. So, so I think one of the benefits we have at the moment, it's quite a small lean team. Every client that we have has a touch point with me at the moment, which is great because then I can kind of make sure that the client's getting what they need and then they have my expertise available as well as the team on the ground. But what's really good when speaking to our clients, partners, it's like we're named individuals. You know who do you need to go to at Intelligent at the minute for, for you know, whether that's procurement or talent or sales and business development or, you know, technical stuff where I kind of come in and it's kind of, you know who you're dealing with. You're not just a, an individual number. So that kind of works well now. And I think that will always be the case in terms of the structure we're building. I guess the other aspect, maybe it's a bit more specific to intelligence, which I'm really interested and excited about of how that's going to develop over time, is that we're quite different to other consultancies. You haven't worked in this space no. really in a consultancy totally. capacity at all. And I've worked in it like for as long as I can remember. It seems like <laughs> yeah. a million, million years. Yeah. And obviously that industry works in a certain way and people within that industry operate in a certain way because of that. But I think they come at it with a fresh lens. You know, some of the projects that we've done, as you know, we do video content to kind of supplement the work that we're doing, knowledge transfers, summarize kind of high level business impacts so people can share it with the C-suite and SLT and leadership levels. Quite simple, but massively impactful and a complete game changer in terms of what people are used to experiencing. Yeah. So I think that new fresh approach combined with scale has multiples of, of, of potential there. So I'm really intrigued and curious at how that's going to work over time. And I think it's going to scale phenomenally well. 
based upon what we've seen over the last 14 months. So I think that's one thing. And then I think the other thing is just like how much business value can we add in moving into new fields? So how I view it is the challenges that companies have are always been the same in terms of data. They're just getting more complex in terms of the the scale and the um, variety of data and how fast data is coming at people now. Yeah. So we all know now that legacy systems don't work. You need to be in the cloud. But looking at we the, all know this, however. Well, you know, in, in <laughs> the vast majority of clients, yeah. they haven't made that leap yet, you know? So yeah. so our customers come in two major forms in that cloud kind of execution phase, either the on-premise and they need to go to the cloud, either they've had a go at cloud, didn't kind of work that well and want to have another go at it and do it properly. Yeah. So it's either one of those two kind of um, speeds in terms of our customers and where they're at. But what I see is that those business problems now, the technology is always trying to play catch up against them and trying to make that easy and facilitate and enable that process. So Snowflake's absolutely following that path with like application development frameworks, you know, and moving it more into that AI ML space, right? So a lot of our customers at the moment have only scratched the surface on that. The ones who are doing it then have different challenges in terms of how can we govern that data once it leaves our data platform, Snowflake, that kind of issue goes away to a large degree. But it's also how much then, how can we get these insights that we're generating into an operational environment? How can we embed it within our operational processes for real and support that live? That's a massive hurdle for these companies who are moving up that maturity curve. To get in there and help our customers kind of move the needle forwards and actually see real tangible business out comes from that that's the thing that would excite me at a bigger scale yeah definitely look and it's interesting because of course my position and where i'm sitting in the business and having leveraged you know 14 15 years of dealing with executive level c-level board level of organizations is they're all sitting up there kind of with this anxiety around ai generative ai large language and they're going okay what do we do and how are we what next and how do we avoid being antiquated overnight. And there's that real sense of urgency and almost FOMO at that level. And every conversation I have at the moment is how do we bridge the gap? And I often wind it way back to, okay, well, what's in place right now? Oh, we're on-prem. We've got legacy all over the place. Our data is desperate. Everything is everywhere. Okay, cool. So this is a really brilliant world that we can all start playing in since since the, in, you know, the foray of this huge change that we're all in. And this is foundational, right? This is a paradigm shift that humanity is experiencing at the moment. But before we even touch on that, we need to touch on the house first. Yeah, and is that in job. order? And I think there's just almost a skip ahead and this FOMO that's happening. And so the conversation is wound back a little bit. Okay, let's start here. And yes, we can absolutely absolutely quickly modernize that and we can bring it up and we can absolutely get that in play for you and we can apply all of those large language modeling but not until the data is properly organized and in one place and we can see it there's a whole i think process involved in that that a lot of people are skipping over right now yes i understand the anxiety behind that but i think the conversation really has to come into play around how do we get it right from the foundation and it doesn't have to be a year or two year long process. We're building product right now, which is helping all of this stuff happen a lot faster. And these are the things I'm excited about, building product, getting it in a a way that data ingestion, for example, is so much faster. Doing any of these modernization programs in a much faster way with people that we know we've worked with before, with obviously the background of human capital management and 
training and development, we have access to these tools where we're bringing consultants in that don't have Snowflake or may have only just touched on it. And with your program, we're training everybody, everyone coming in the door. We have that graduate training program. There's so many things I'm so excited about that I think are going to enable us to really hit the ground running and drive real value at the quality levels of some of the big guys, but at that personalization level where they, as you mentioned before, were named. Mm. They know who we are. Yeah. It's, it's, I'm so excited. Yeah. You can't tell. Yeah. And, and I think the message, right, is, is you, you need to evolve and you need to evolve faster than ever mm. you have done before. And, and there's no time for sitting on the fence anymore and not making any decisions because no decision is worse than making a bad one necessarily, you know? Totally. And so I think taking that one step back to get your house in order to take two forward is going to be very pragmatic and a very astute approach for some of those organizations that we work with. So, yeah. So I think that's a, it's a really kind of key message to, to a lot of people out there that, that might be experiencing that. Yeah. Excellent. Listen, what you've done over the last period of time to, to get to where you are today has been fantastic and phenomenal. And now the shackles are off. There's no kind of distractions <laughs> Game anymore. On now. There's no excuses now. It <laughs> yeah. needs to work in many respects. No pressure. Now. I'm jumping off that cliff. We will build. Yeah, and look, and so so now we're kind of in that mode where moving towards this new financial year, in that progress, in that kind of approach has already started in terms of getting more streamlined and getting our processes in place to enable us to scale that much more faster. It's an exciting place to be in. As if you're out there watching this and you, and you haven't spoken to me or Erin or any of the team previously, then definitely reach out to us on LinkedIn. We'll also be running the Snowflake um, Sydney Music Group again towards the end of July after Snowflake Summit as well. So you can catch us there. Look out for the dates on that. Can find um, you in Vegas. Yeah, and yeah, if you're going to Vegas, I'll, <laughs> I'll be there for the Snowflake Summit as well. But other than that, like I've got no doubt this will be a resounding success. And it's just a question of how fast and how soon, you know, we're going to be able to scale. So Erin, thanks so much. Fantastic. Great to see you and have a chat about it. Absolutely. I'm so excited. Thanks for being on the journey. All good. Cheers. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Mastering Data. Hit follow to get future episodes packed with valuable insights and tips for those looking to excel in the world of data. And if you enjoyed this episode, leave a review to help others find the podcast.